0: I go around to these blockchain events now and I'm wearing the Fox T-shirt and the hoodie. This was never the plan when we came up with the comic. It was just, as I said to you, to make something complicated, easy to understand quickly.
1: Hey, William, how do I pronounce your last name, by the way, or Will?
0: Well, for um, yes, yeah, in the UK. When I lived there, I'm living in Switzerland now, a French-speaking part. It was, they would say D-A, right? But uh, it's Da'at. The Da'at? The
1: <laughs>
0: What's yeah, about that? Uh, uh, From that name, we're not sure. We originally thought it might be Huguenot. There's a town called Ath, and we actually haven't done the genealogy of the family, so, so we don't actually know. But that's what we thought for many, many years. And then I, I got off a of red eye years ago. <laughs> Coming in from the, like New York to London, and this guy had a sign for me, right, to pick me up. Back in my old days of corporate days, I had cars and things. And he's like, "Oh, I thought it was a joke." And he says, "Why is that?" He says, "My name's Dearth. D-E-A-R-T-H. And I went, "Okay, so why why would the oh, I'm I'm mad into genealogy, and my colleagues wind me up." On it. He said "I said, well, you asked the question you just asked." He said, "No, it's probably not that. It probably was death."
1: Oh <laughs> no! Why would it be that? Yeah. That's cool though. That could have been like your. You're a tech handle growing up on the forums and IRC channels and everything.
0: Well, my, well, funny you say that because my ID was given to me by, again, in that life back then of, of kind of, it was commodity trading stuff. Um, and when we started using direct messaging and it was like Yahoo or something, I don't know, whatever, whatever yeah. the messaging system was, they said, well, you got to have a, an ID. And they called me Billy from William and Death. And it's Billy Death. And actually, that is my telegram. That is my, that is, <laughs> that is kind of, so that that so you're not far off it, 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 the death bit stuck.
1: Well like it's a pleasure to have you on the show today Thank you for for, inviting the, for, me. The, for the guests kind of like just jumping in and wondering what we're where we're getting at here. Well good morning, good afternoon, good evening everyone. I am Charlie Shrub your host and you're listening and hopefully watching an amazing episode of the Charlie Shrub show where together twice a week we get to dive deep with some of crypto's most influential leaders. There's Bitcoin OGs, those who have been around forever, and those who are here, literally the guardians of the blockchain, building out the next level of the future, building out what we're doing. Those who are like literally there trailblazing in the forest, creating those paths for us and those who have been doing it for the past 10 or 15 years and having a lot of fun along the way, understanding what some of the best projects are, telling some good stories, connecting those dots. Sometimes we get into some crazy rabbit holes, true crime and everything like that that topic that we were kind of talking about before there is something about humanity that makes us want to run away from the hometown version of you right like run away from that but then at some point in your life you like want to look back and that's why genealogy and like the ancestry and everything has really been taking off
0: Mm, mm, yeah indeed i think that when i've (laughs) had some time i will do it um I said to my father, like, you know, why don't you do it? Of course, he, said, he, he just, so I, said, I think it's going to be down to me eventually at some point.
1: Sometimes if takes if, generations.
0: If and when I, and when I slow it, down.
1: <laughs> it takes generations, they say. Like, you have to go multiple, multiple generations will start to look back on the ancestry. Like, I'm trying to look back. My family came over, like, I think a generation or two ago. So I'm, like, trying to look back and figure all that out. And now, especially that they're giving away passports to a lot of countries if you're, like, From the one of the you know if you have like family ancestry from like Ireland to Austria to Portugal Spain uh, all all these other countries around the world people can research it if you have family background history you go get like Mm. a passport to that country it's really cool as much as I want to talk about that and we probably will (laughs) later I want to just introduce you a little bit more in the wake of last year's pervasive hacks and damaging crypto scams including FTX confidence in our industry plummeted especially among The mainstream audiences who we really need to be involved in understanding what we're trying to do, because how are we going to reach critical mass and, and make everything just a blockchain eventually. I know a lot of people are like, I don't even know what that means. What needs to be done and what actions need to be Mm. taken by industry leaders to rebuild a positive public sentiment and what innovations are going to restore a sense of security. It's my, it's my pleasure and honor to have today. Will not death. But Will, Doc, <laughs> <laughs> Will, you're the, you're the co-founder and commercial and communications officer for GBC.ai, literally the, the Wallet Guardian, the guardians of the blockchain. I mean, it's so cool what you guys do, and I don't even want to like butcher it. Can you please give us an introduction?
0: Thank you. Well, thanks again for having me here. We actually started about two or three years ago and put two AI companies. And, and of course, by the time this is Eric. AI is trending again now, mm. and it's going in and out of waves. And, and, and I saw recently a headline, is AI taking money away from blockchain? Anyway, it, there's the trend. So we started actually over two years ago, and we brought two established artificial intelligence machine learning companies together. And it was another co-founder of mine who's actually based in Australia. And someone said to him, like, why don't you, like, put the AI and do stuff with blockchain? And we'd already done sort of image recognition, and and I think there was some cancer recognition, all this kind of stuff the AI is sort of well-known for. So we we put our heads together, and actually I came a bit later, so they put their heads together and they said, "Well, why don't we, what do we do here?" And the first thing we did was, could we do something with the actual block generation and the premises of blockchains at an epoch level? coming sideways after a lot of research and development and trial and error and creating synthetic data, we, we did, we enhanced. And, and two, two chains in particular, and it came actually two years ago, actually. this is before Solana was popular. Uh, and now lots so of popular and then popular, back to trends again, right? Yeah. Um, and we enhanced um, Solana in testing. Um, I think increased the speed of Solana even even that speed by 19 percent and reduced the drop time by fivefold. So that's what we started doing. And there was a lot of interest there. And I I got involved probably about six months after that. And uh, and then we started talking to some of the the well known larger blockchains and and you know, like the parity and so polka dot and, and interchain foundation with Cosmos. And a lot of those guys were like, wow, you're solving a problem for tomorrow. <laughs> because you know, you can help enhance chains and scale them up, but actually we're not quite there yet. This led us to what could we do now and what's the problem? And it kind of goes back to what you were saying. And it was like, well, security. There's a, there's a there a lot of issues. And this was yeah, this is like the end of 21, beginning of 22. What could we do? And we knocked our heads together and thought, well, there's a lot of scams and scam tokens out there. We use the AI to help people with that. And that's where, and then we, the first ideas that we had, and it was the three of us, were, well, there's, could, could we do kind of like an antivirus for Web3? Most of us have got some kind of antivirus. And, you know, those of us that are old enough, like myself, to remember when it first yeah. came out, said, well, there's that kind of level of protection. But is there anything, or can we do something similar? to try and help people not get scammed by, you know, sort of honeypots and scammy tokens and, and fake tokens and this kind of thing. And that's where that Wallet Guardian, which is our focus right now, and that we have other products we're going to bring out later in the year, sort of more B2B Devi products. So well, that's where that idea came from. And just to take that a bit further, it's like, I, th- I think I said, well, we've got to keep it simple because right now nothing is simple.
1: Nothing is simple.
0: All those kind of wallets and setups and networks, and it's just not simple. Um, so, what could we do? And it was like, well, why don't we use like the language that everybody knows, like traffic lights, uh, like red for stop, yellow or orange, whatever you want, amber, whatever you want to call it, for a caution, and a green for go, okay. Could we apply that and make it simple with no setup and have something so that when you're using de- decentralized finance at that stage, so the likes of MetaMask and Trust Wallet. And these sorts of things with with swap and algorithm and algorithms, <laughs> thinking about AI here, and um our aggregators. Aggregators, um, yeah. So things like one inch, uniswap, pancake swap, Dodo swap, all those, you know, DAP swapping app um, could we do something that would help? And that's where the, the idea of wallet guardian came from. Uh, a simple extension at this stage, because we, we're still still early stage, but a simple extension uh, next to the extension on your browser your wallet extension that just pops up, uh, doesn't have any. The other key thing that, that we, we, we stuck to here was, apart from keeping it simple and using simple language, a single was that we, uh, and I said, I, I don't want people to have to trust us to trust something else. So we don't want to connect to the wallets. We don't want to take any data. We, we don't collect data. We don't have any access to the funds and wallets. We just want to give this Another way of looking at it is like an early warning system, you know. And and that's the thing here. Once you get a red or a green or a yellow, we don't stop you transacting and and going ahead. We just suggest you look a bit deep and you know, check the contract address is not a scam contract address, and maybe looking.
1: clicking. Ah.
0: yeah. So it is a bit like an antivirus because no one stops you downloading an email that says it might have a virus. So so we don't stop you. We just say, hey, be careful because this is a honeypot. This is a scam. Or or the yellow could be there's not a lot of history here on chain off chain metrics. We look at that kind of thing. So just have a double check because it has been going a long time. This token.
1: Oh, you! I have so many questions. Okay,
0: first. <laughs> is that I, I can ramble a lot about? I this is like one of my babies. So I could just stop me and ask questions. <laughs> there's so much behind this. Uh, okay, we, is,
1: I want to. I want to like zoom out for a second. Please and, do. And, and, and remember, like. Because my, my, my brain, a lot of the times, like a lot of our capitalist brains is like, how can we look back at yeah. the past bull markets? Yeah. What did we do right? And yeah. what happened that we did wrong? Uh-huh. Yes, we can point to like the FTX and the Celsius and all those big things that happened. The Binance tether constant stuff. The mainstream media was not our friend the second half of the year. Once interest yeah. rates in the macro situation changed. I mean, you could see just like the mainstream media coverage of our industry literally just changed like May and June. Because yeah, they needed something yeah. to like, like pick on,
0: and we we started funding then too. So it was very acute. I mean, I remember being at Paris Blockchain Week, and everyone's hosting these massive parties, and there was famous DJs, and it was like, oh, yeah. which party do you go to? And then it was like, then like you yeah. said, then we had all that news, and it just changed the whole.
1: That right. happens every 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 bull cycle. Like exactly. that happens exactly the. For me, the difference, and one of the reasons that on every report I see and everything I read is that, and everything I write is that security is going to be like one of the biggest winners of the next, of the next few years, especially in our industry, and, and could be the killer application that oh. really brings, almost like, like how antivirus became a household thing, right? Exactly. It became a household yeah. thing. And, and I want to get into that in a second, but, but that's, you know, kind of bring it back together. These are the things that, that we need to solve. I've been pitched on so many different projects that have tried to solve this. And I really like the angle that you're going at because that's what happened. It wasn't the big things. It was the little small things that hit us over the last year and a half. It was and the little up. hits, yeah. the small cuts. It was yep. every protocol and bridge and blockchain just yep. like casually losing 80 million dollars one day or another. Yep. And it was like that was that a lot of that was our money. So now you're Gosh. almost playing like a game of whack-a-mole. And when, when someone like me, who's been in this industry for freaking 12 years or whatever it is, mm. when I don't trust my money in DeFi protocols, no. that says something, how can anyone else? So yeah. we need to get back. And so this product is really cool. And so yeah, the first thanks. question I'm going to ask you is what metrics, like what do you write into the software that you, that's is scanning, that is, that it's looking for across almost all sorts of applications, uh, uh, decentralized applications.
0: I'm more on the commercial or business side, so I'm not the technical person. So but I do like I'll keep it high level, right? But but if anyone wants to, or you or anyone listening or watching would like to ask more questions, please do. You know, you can find us and me, guardians of the blockchain everywhere on whether it was business LinkedIn or on Twitter. But so we're looking on and off-chain metrics, first of all. So just to make that clear. On-chain metrics can be history, liquidity, it can be in the code, some very obvious patterns that the AI and the machine learning sees that that it knows historically are connected, and again, very high level, connected to to scams and scammy contracts. At the same time, uh, on the off-chain, we we actually work with partners. So we have our own database effectively being built out, or data set, to use a more correct term. But we also work with other partners. So one of those, just straight top of my head, is Scam Alert, which some of you may have heard of. We're pulling in data there as well. And my techie guys hate me saying this, Charlie, because they say I think it's too they think it's too basic, but we're kind of aggregating in a way, but it but it's not, but it's it's more advanced than that because we're aggregating on shape. No, off I get shade. it, but
1: that's sorry, no, you can yeah, yeah,
0: and, and then we're using the machine learning to find the patterns and then and and get history and it's far more complex. But then what we once we've got those. We weight the results into a red and a yellow and a green, which is what the user sees. Very simply, sees a, a um, it's a white pop up extension that pops up automatically when you when you hit swap in, in a, so one cool. of those. Yeah, and it just and it just has this nice motion. Hey, but I mean, we could go into how even that I could tell you about yeah. hours. I could talk to you hours about the UI. <laughs> but we have this simple spinny kind of disc. Um, not disc, it's like a swirly natural disc of color in one of those three colors. So that's in a very, very high level at in the back end. Yeah. In the back end, that's
1: what's happening. So wallet Guardian is one product of GBC, this is really cool. You're making this easy for me. You talk about UI. And yeah. if we have to talk about security and everything, that's one thing.
0: Yeah. But
1: what we are lacking and we're lacking was UI and, and oh. user experience and user interface and make it like really good and and comfortable and, and easy to use. Our applications are still very difficult and, and complicated. And just to comment on the aggregation of data, or data points, a lot of the times, there are folks out there who have to spend a lot of time and money investigating various blockchains that, that they want to use. That data is out there. Yeah. There are a lot of different bounty and audit organizations and things like that. So you can go a step further with this by almost finding projects that need help and reaching out to them and figuring out how they can fix some of those issues.
0: Indeed, Charlie, and, and this, is, this is like the very early stage. I mean, we actually, uh, I mean, Wallet Guardian went like live, uh, I'd say it was November-ish, yeah. I think I was in, yeah, I remember I was in I London. Want to use this. I was in Token 2049, in the London version, I remember now. I like, go so many events that I just use them as like marks in my head, you know. That's, uh, what,
1: that's what we all do.
0: Yeah, t- I'm trying to timestamp things. What we also do, the ML is important, the IAD, because what we're doing is, we make the result happen in seconds. So, for example, if you look at some of those other, some services, it can, it can take anything up to 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, but what we're doing is we're not just aggregate. That's what well I said. That's all they hate. That's why they hate it, my techie guy. We don't disaggregate. We actually, what we're doing is we're bringing multiple information, multiple data using the machine learning. And this is a good point because we have having to help people visualize this before they've looked at it. The, the results, when you hit swap and the white box pops up with the color, you get real-time result. The color comes in a matter of seconds. And that's kind of where the magic is. You know, when we picture the VC, they go, where's the US? The, the AI magic is the speed that it oh does it. God.
1: We need colors. It's great. Go to
0: Chrome Web Store, search for Wallet Guardian, and you can see what Charlie and I are talking about.
1: It seems like Wallet Guardian could even, like, there's so many different directions you can take. The only reason I ask this question is because a lot of my guests come on the show and they're just, like, governing councils of DAOs and we don't even know their real names. Is there any push to open source this and like make it as a DAO to allow other developers to come in in real time and contribute and can constantly be evolving?
0: We we haven't actually discussed that yet, which doesn't mean that we won't do it.
1: Cool um, but it I don't know it, if it's the best idea. I just like no. I think it,
0: and- I think I think it's a really good idea. Actually, I mean the closest we're getting to DAO is elements of some governance of voting. So. We don't have a token. We can. We've got whole tokenomics built out ready for when we start monetizing community. Um, and one of the ideas behind that, apart from you know the usual things everyone talks about, you know, like some awards and is that sure. you can vote towards and we can actually talk to the users, whether that be the B2B C B2 sorry, B2B stuff we want to bring out later this year, but if we talk about wallet guardians, that's the product we have right now and, and is live, is that you know, where and do users want us to go next like which chain because right now it works with binance smart chain and it works with ethereum so erc 20s bet 20s and we're building out the nft cap- capabilities right now so it's still quite early so I said only cool. been live like yeah. two months and then but taking that step further like okay we can look at sort of the top market cap and you know we, we talk to the other chains that are out there and, and, I, and i've got quite a good relationship with some of those guys and girls and those communities but we can actually ask our community and say like where would you like to go next? And then maybe maybe get a voting system going in there. Now we can do that anyway within the within the the, the social communities. But but we can actually maybe get some you know real belonging and real kind of yeah feeling like they're at, like the community actually is making a difference in in where we're and and of course from a commercial point of view you're building something someone wants.
1: Yeah, your users are part of the building and part of the user yeah yeah. Too. Uh, you can just, find out which
0: is important to me. And and again rabbit holes, right? You mentioned earlier lots of rabbit holes. That's, for me, really important. What I love about this, well, to coin a phrase, Web3, but blockchain technology and and use cases.
1: Almost every game, almost every app, almost every application and thing that we do on this internet of today or tomorrow could be like a tokenized experience or involving some sort of like NFT or gated token or like Mm. maybe it's your identity that you're moving. Just even like some of us play Candy Crush on our phones, right? Even just being able to log in with your NFT And be able Hmm. to continue to use your identity earn points you know however it is in 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 the early days now there's going to be like do you trust that game when you log in with your nft and that is still lacking
0: yeah i firmly believe we're going to stop talking about blockchain technology because it is a technology stack and like you said and you're just having effectively you know the user has a whatever he's he's whatever his avatar and that is how he logs into his game which you spoke about then we're going to have all that security issues going on in the back, you know, going on, but but it's going to be less techie speak and less buildery talk as it is right now. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be critical that that we get the, you know, it's just say hey, the, the equivalence of what's happening in web two or, or any tech and, and what's hap- and that needs to be thought about now. Um, while uh, more and more users and the UI gets better, right? I mean, as the UI gets better and we get less buildery and techie, and as as people don't talk about blockchain technology and it just you know, just using apps yeah. and don't even know there's blockchain behind it. They're going to have to trust it and, and hope that there's something in the background that's stopping them getting hacked.
1: And they're hopefully in the future, they're looking at, oh, this is using a blockchain or it's a decentralized application or there's some sort of experience that involves like decentralization, whatever it is, whatever <laughs> go. people may, and this is the hope again, like choose to use that over the legacy experience. Yeah. And that's when we've reached that like watershed moment. And oh, I think yeah, that's kind tingle with
0: it. Yeah. The use cases, whether it be a, a game or, or whatever it is, or the user experience, it's going to have to be, I think, I don't know who said it, but 10 times better than what's being out there right now. And then when it's at that point, I don't know where the 10X came from, but <laughs> at that point, yeah, um, people just start using it. But then, I mean, let's be realistic. Games don't care about blockchain. It's the game they're in. But if... They've got, well, we call them assets, right? But they have whatever they have their masks or they have their weapons, and they're theirs, and they can sell them, and they can move them around, and they own them. Well, they, they, as long as they can do it, they're not really going to be too worried about what the technology is behind it. And I've used the same analogy, you know, with phones and things. Nobody really, I mean, maybe some of us kiki guys and girls do, but so nobody daps, really talks about the the, the quality, you know, what's in the phone. It just does what they want it to do. Either it takes great photos or it works. What for apps
1: own. are are people using, or or do you see that want to use? Th- Especially when it comes to Wallet Guardian.
0: Thing is, right now, Wallet what, what Guardian for us it works with, as I say, it just works with the swapping and aggregators. So it's it is Uni Swap, Pancake Swap.
1: Yeah,
0: that's where we are right now in our development. But as I mentioned, as we move and as we get more users using different DApps, then we can accommodate that. What we also have it's quite interesting. There's a decentralized lending protocol we're close to, and they would like to use wallet guardian to they've got a whitelist of tokens you can clatterize with so oh. what they were like what we're going to have is that they can run that token through wallet guardian to make sure before it gets clatterized it's a, it's not a scammy but it also brings a level of assurance and so so that brings us to another thing yeah. that is important for us is that we're aiming to be a trusted quality assurance sort of level within the blockchain so there's a lot, a lot of those companies out there right now that you know example, let's just take the food industry. There's specialist companies that go and test factories, that, that test hygiene, and they're independent from the manufacturers and the supermarkets and all the stores as they are in the States. And we'd like to do a similar sort of thing. And we see GBCI going down that route where it's a trusted name. And if you're using a, a lending protocol or, I don't know, a metaverse or whatever it is that's using blockchain, you can have the reassurance that Whatever's going on behind the scenes is being checked and independently, impartially, you can trust it and you can be assured that the the back end of it is is all under control and the provider, the DAP or whatever it is, is doing what they can to make sure that the security of their users is, is being taken in the prime and has priority in very much the same way you know we, we we you know we assume that when we buy some food hopefully it's been through a hy- hygienic factory and producing in a hygienic area uh, but but actually there's a whole service industry that's making sure that is done and so this is where we are i mean the other analogy is like you said charlie um you know back in a bull run or when there's lots of icos and, and everybody starts chit-chatting and and, yep. and and idos in the communities what is it a lot of those communities always post in amas or in groups and they go okay it's like okay so you know you know when when is it gonna when is it gonna list fine and then the other one classic one is like who's audited it yes but i times out and tell they go like is it hacking is it Certic? is it x is it y and it's like you know yeah. because they kind of feel that if it has
1: there's only like a few different auditing companies or they can't afford to pay the auditors
0: yeah so so we we kind of see gbci going not 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 in the same way of being an auditor but being a trusted name that if you see with blockchain interaction that the user knows that the team behind that dap is taking their security seriously.
1: I thought you just gave me, i got to write something down. Why do you have a a section on your website for comics? Uh, When
0: we started, before we got into security, and I think I touched on this at the beginning, what we were doing was so complicated. I was like, yeah, we're using AI to enhance, you know, so we can change the perimeters of nodes. And the blockchain guys and girls were like, what? And the AI people were like, Oh. <laughs> and then we go and I was, I was doing a lot of pitching right i go to VCs and then like you know if you haven't hooked them in 30 seconds you're dead so then a really great advisor and journalist Gillian Godseil she said to me picture speaks a thousand words have you thought about a comic
1: yeah, like, yeah it's a great idea
0: and she, I mean, it sounds like a pitch session, but these guys deserve credit. She, she deserves that. And I always give credit, where credit, due. And then, then she said, you've got to try these guys called corporate comics. <laughs> it sounds like a big plug session, but it's true. And they were awesome. And we explained what we did. Oh, I did. I sat down with them, explained what we did. And then we, we came up with a comic. And they were really quick at getting it. They just got it from the get-go. I mean, it wasn't like where I've worked with some creative teams and you're bouncing back and forth for weeks to get it. And it's not clicking. They got it really quickly, created a world for us that I want, that we wanted, I wanted, which was a blockchain world. And then in there, there were various things happening. And um, I think the, the great thing there was a guy I know who, who turned around and looked at it, and, you know, it took about three minutes to read the first comic. He said, oh, my God, you don't need a pitch deck, do you?
1: No, you have the comics. It worked out perfectly.
0: Yeah, he said, you read it. He's like, I read it. So then we did, I think, one called Node, and then the last third one we did was Wallet Guardian
1: do you want to let's make a movie out of this or something like an animated series or something like that?
0: We'd love to. And again, I mean, the focus is, is building like the product, but yeah, I mean, we've definitely discussed when the time is right.
1: Well, it's a good thing you're, you're talking to a, a wait, what were you going to say? when it's,
0: m- Like right? a m- motion comic, like a motion comic, like kind of, you know, like those comics where you, yeah. <sighs> and it moves. Yeah.
1: It's a good thing you're talking to a movie producer. I mean, we just, I made this movie, Ask Me to Dance, that's out in, in, in theaters. My wife's oh. also an actor. Yeah, it's, uh, it was out in theaters and now it's on Apple TV, Amazon, and uh, Amazon Prime, all the places that you can watch movies. We have like a, a horror movie in post production. My wife's up shooting a Hallmark movie in, up in Tampa this week, actually, but I'm not involved in that. I like to make cool stuff. I was trying to make like a Satoshi script, but I haven't found like a really good script yet that I like that like talks about. Like the early Bitcoin days, I'm probably gonna write it myself. But graphic novels, my partner, he's been on the show, Tom Alloy. Because so I'm looking for his, I have in my vast library here his. He writes graphic novels as well, and then makes them into films. And he loves like anime as well. So he goes out and finds like the best anime stuff and tries to, to buy the rights. And he's made like a hundred movies. So this is like cool stuff. I just texted him the information.
0: I don't know if this is gonna work. Look, I'm trying to. So this is one of the characters, right? Which you can see, it's just very Oh, remote. that's so
1: cool!
0: Yeah, now and and the fox is obviously a very obvious Easter egg, MetaMask, and the idea and and actually when we were talking coming up with um, Wallet Guardian, we said it's a bit like an X-ray specs to scan tokens in like X-ray. So this, oh, I'm trying to, that's so yeah. Cool. So those glasses are, are really kind of that's 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 like that's like Wallet Guardian, you know, that's helping the fox, i.e., MetaMask, but it's not you know, or helping you, the user, see through scams. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun last year putting that together. And actually, guys are based in London, uh, the, the artists. And when I went to Token 2049, I actually went for a week and I met Nino, it was, and Sean. I met these guys for the first time, you know, in real life, face to face. And uh, I was like, I had, I had a T-shirt made for the conference, actually, with the fox on the front. And I said, here you go, guys. Like, I've got to give you, like, this wasn't the idea. The idea was not actually, we had the comic and we actually took the character out of it later. So, a lot stemmed out of that. The idea wasn't necessarily to have NFTs from it, it wasn't to create individual artwork from it. And actually, you know, I ended up having like these The Fox t shirts made and and not this hoodie, another hoodie. And I was walking around, like, I go around to these blockchain events now and I'm wearing the Fox t shirt and the hoodie. This was never the plan when we came up with the comic. It was just, as I said to you, to make something complicated, easy to understand quickly.
1: There's like everyone needs to to have some culture involved and actually that's like what spurns it forward and, and that what you're talking about there is is like a really positive thing because you're talking about taking a very complicated subject and, and teaching it and needing to be able to teach it to to people that don't necessarily understand or usually like kind of balk at wanting to understand that that specific subject.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's, great, and, and it's great for the community. I mean, the, our community loves the fox. <laughs> and and, then, and then, I, then I had like a load of Telegram stickers made from the characters, but it was like totally not planned. And now the communities on Telegram have taken that sticker pack and they're just using it all over the place.
1: So, That's so cool. Yeah,
0: it's like it spawned its own thing, you know.
1: <laughs> it's almost like Clippy. Yeah, it reminds me of like Clippy. Like every software, you need to have the character in the software. Somehow. Well, like, let's talk about that because in the future, you're going to have multiple products, right? So you have mm. Node Guardian and Smart Contract Guardian in the future. What are those going to look like? Then how can you put like those characters from the comics in the software? It's, but that's how you mainstream things. That's like, how you mainstream.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, my, yeah.
1: My older cousin wants to see that inside of the software because that's what they're comfortable with. I don't know why. Yeah. but
0: well, what we've done with but Node Guardian is quite technical and is being used. Very much on the, the testing side of things, and it's part of the R and D product, but is available for any on simulations. They are <laughs> I struggled for that word about two seconds ago. I was like, if I talk enough, yeah. I'll get the word. With that one, we had a comic. Here's the story about like we also like to drop Easter eggs. I don't even tell the team. I drop little Easter eggs, and, and I say to the artists, "Can you drop an Easter egg in there?" And, and I tell them what to do, or ask them what to do. I'll see if anyone spots it. So when we did Nose Guardian, a comic. It was very devy focus. So we dropped in a founder of, or co founder of a large blockchain and had him just sit in like as one of the devs. And he's got, like, should we say, a very distinctive haircut. And he's mm. a British guy and he can pretty work Anyway, and we're like, okay, this, this is like, we wanna have these devs talking about how can they simulate and launch a simulated blockchain and, and test it with AI and stuff. So, like, we we chucked him in there, and then another one we did for Wallet Guardian was as a marketplace, which represents you know buying a token, and a fox is going to a marketplace and a vendor, and he's sort of saying, "Hello, I want to buy some tokens." And standing in the background, and we just we went through an accelerator last year, and the in, actually the individual, <laughs> the founder of that OV, I think it's been on your uh, um, Jamie, right? It's been on, oh, your... yeah, yeah. So. Well, I just put the phone down. I think I just got it confirmed that we'd gone through like, you know, what six or one of six or eight that was going through into a base camp. And I then went straight to meeting with the artist and went, Oh, do me a favor. said, Quickly Google this bloke called oh, Jamie. said, Yeah. Could you just like, don't make it in the front there? Just, just, and, and he just stuck him in the back in the market. And I'm using <laughs> again, they kind of timestamp. So now I was like, Oh, well, particular comic strip was signed off on the day that we found out we, were, we got into that base camp. And it's little things like that. So now putting it into the software it's interesting isn't it because well I guess you can because it's there's, there's always going to be a UI there um my concern like a
1: helper UI like someone who shows up when you're having trouble navigating a blockchain or just navigating the software itself
0: yeah um i mean you could even have a fox right that pops up in red and green uh, yeah. and yellow and maybe we take shows it shows up in like waves yeah the, the, the one thing that i was a bit concerned And maybe as we develop, was that it might take some of the seriousness away from what we're doing as well. There's always that balance, Charlie, isn't there? I mean, you know, because okay, that works the retail and it gets the message across. But fundamentally, what we're doing is pretty serious. We're trying to stop people getting scammed, and we're trying to help devs build out smart, build out code that doesn't have backdoor or doesn't have potential coding issues. And then Bridge Guardian is something we wanted to, you know, try and do this year, and to stop bridge hacks or people putting. You know, this is so. What the idea here is,
1: we have these. That's the most important.
0: Yeah, products. we have these B 2 C prod, a B 2 B products. But what Wallet Guardian is going to do is going to have like a premium feature. So Wallet Guardian remains free for everyone to use. It's always going to be free as it is right now on Chrome store and and hopefully like mobile app later or sort of thing where it's just that red, green, yellow, we want everyone to have that. We think it's important for the the community and anyone that's using, you know, decentralized. And and maybe we've actually got some exchanges talking to us about incorporating that. So we're APIs and things as well. Anyway,
1: yeah.
0: But then of course it is a business too. We do need to monetize. So the monetization when it comes to B2, the devs and the B2B side is 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 simpler. But what we're planning and it goes back to also getting recognition of being a trusted Organization is that we keep Wallet Guardian going. Everybody is using it and trusts it. Um, and then as we build out the B2B Oracle Guardian and Bridge Guardian and Smart Contract Guardian, elements of that, keeping it again simple, can become premium features within Wallet Guardian. And if you want more information, and again, it's a similar model to the antivirus. At the first, it was free. And then if you want to enhance it and have registry checks and you want to check more on it, you can pay for additional features and premium. So this is kind of where the business model goes. And again, you know, it's getting that balance right between having a cartoon character that's yeah. fun and doing something that's quite serious.
1: What you're talking about building all of those products, especially especially the bridge one, is I would use that in a harpy. <laughs> that's some of the biggest problems that we're having right now with interoperability. Yeah. No one really knows how to solve it. I think we can look at say we can look and say we're going to build out the best decentralized products of all time to allow people to move from one chain to another. But at some point, we're going to need some sort of like guardians of those bridges because all bridges need that, you know.
0: That's the weak point, right? That's where you get centralization. Like you probably, I mean, I, I can remember the first time I used a bridge, and you know, you stuck a dollar or, or dollars worth, wherever whatever the token was, right? But eight, no more than a dollar's worth of token. <laughs> And you push it in there because you go, I'm not sticking like whatever it is, X, Y, Z amount yeah. over. And I'll see if it comes out the other end. And then you go into community and it's like it was, and it's like, hey everyone, how long did it take for yours to come? To-? And it was like kind of self-assuring each other, well, mine took 24 hours. Oh, mine took three days. Mine took three hours. And it's like, that's just crazy. I mean, it is almost like random, like, you know, and then someone comes along and scares everyone and says, I never got mine at all.
1: You go, ah. Oh my God! How many? <laughs> how many? I'm braiding. I'm still waiting on some bridges to send the Bundy on the other yeah. side. I think what you what said to about wormhole. <laughs> I've got to use a bridge. They literally called themselves wormhole, which like oh. isn't that where like you goes in and never comes back out, or it's supposed to come out the other side? I don't know.
0: Well, a space wormhole, isn't that the ones that like wormhole, science fiction? Yeah. They go in and they go in and yeah, it's like well, we're taking a risk here. We're gonna go in. We don't know when we're gonna <laughs> when or if we're gonna come out.
1: <laughs> when or? <laughs> We can't have wormholes here. (laughs) It needs to just be... But it's cool how, like, almost people look at going through a black hole and coming out of the other side at time travel. You look at bridges as that. It's like, could it ever be a thing? Or will we have to build these almost chains from the ground up? The holy grail is to have all, all blockchains, not just, you know, all... I mean, even larger than that, but, like, all distributed ledger systems that use nodes and some sort of, like decentralized node infrastructure. It's there. Like being able to connect them all. It's a really cool thing. So it's there, we'll Char- there, Charlie. It's
0: there. We'll um,
1: get, maybe tomorrow.
0: Well, no, actually. Um, um, so this is like, <laughs> it's not like, it's kind of like me saying, well, you know, Bridge Guardian isn't, um, I think Bridge is always be there, but for, for you, but um, there is some R&D that I've spotted over here in Europe that is working towards and has been doing, and I think we'll see probably this year, uh, anyone listening is 2023 that's not listening in 2023, mm. <laughs> I think we're going to see um, a few really great projects. Um, and there's one that comes to mind that is here in Europe that I've seen that is doing beta testing now. And it is using protocols and effectively nodes. That's great news. To do fully decentralized, interoperable. Okay, this just sounds like a plug That Interruptible, fully decentralized, cross-chain token. I mean, swapping is, is not the right word, you, but it's swapping, but it's not swapping. It literally is like across the chains, happens in seconds, and it's using smart contracts and it's decentralized it. So I think, Charlie, you'll see that um, coming out this year.
1: Awesome. I'm re- I, and I appreciate you uh, taking the time and coming on the show today. Thank you. One of our portfolio companies at, at Drew Adventures that we inv- just invested in is uh, is a Company called WeFuzz, which is a, a decentralized blockchain agnostic, non-custodial protocol for crowdsourced security auditing and bug bounties. Oh, nice. And so the idea is like if you can have a lot of different people involved constantly plugging away at these blockchains and applications, then you'll find the holes. But then there'll be like a financial incentive to just close them up really quickly. Oh yeah. And not that's like, cool.
0: We fuzz. So like as it sounds like, yeah, like we fuzz. Like we fuzz.
1: I, I think this this segment of the industry. I'm going to really be focusing on this a lot. I think that this this was like our our biggest was like again. Remember, it was like the small cuts over the last bull market that was just like slicing at us that that really took took us down. It wasn't some of the big things. You taught me a lot today. Thank you so much. I appreciate well, you taking the time.
0: It's been, it's been great. It's it's always nice like to it's nice like to chit chat as we say you. I mean, I'm not in the UK anymore. I haven't used that chit chat with uh, like minded people. And uh, well, I hope that uh, others find it interesting too. <laughs>
1: Sounds good. I I wish you the best of luck and congratulations on all these products and, and hopefully talk to you guys soon. Look forward to it. Thank you for having me.